Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast with Everyday Husband Quotes. I will be your host today, Aquilyn, and we will be talking about the perfect husband. So before, you know, your little juices start flowing, I want to first encourage you to follow us on Facebook at Husband Quotes and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Everyday Husband Quotes. By the way, just putting it out there, I love to hang out at Instagram. That's probably where I'm the most active at. But you know, I tend to slide over to Facebook as well. And be sure to visit the blog where you can find the same topic, The Perfect Husband, available there in word format. So now that I got that out the way, we can move right along. So first, I want you to know that finding the perfect guy is hard. Like, I know that you know what you want in a guy, but meeting someone who is the ideal perfect guy from your dreams is not as easy as we think. I have had friends to say to me, I like everything about this guy, but he has kids or everything is right about him except his teeth isn't pretty. Sometimes I feel like I knew what I wanted before I met my husband, but now that I have him, I feel like some of my wants have changed. Like, I have found that I have compromised, not necessarily deviated from what my perfect guy was from my dreams, but I have changed my views of what I thought the perfect guy was because I like my husband so much. And when I really begin to examine it all, the things I had to compromise on has really been a blessing in disguise for me. Because in reality, my husband is truly the perfect husband for me. I always like to think back on how my husband and I was when we first met. During the first eight months of dating, all I wanted him to know was how much I loved him, how much he had changed my life. For the first year of dating, I gave him a greeting card or a drawing every month to show my love for him. I couldn't afford to buy him gifts or take him out and so I would use what I had to show my appreciation. When we moved in together, I found out he still had the cards. They were hidden in an old shoebox and to this very day he still has them. That was almost 15 years ago. I also remember how the first couple of months was for us. He was the perfect guy. I was really lucky and still feel that way. I hear stories from some of my friends that are in that dating stage now and they say that dating is a lot harder than what it was 15 years ago. So I'm very grateful to have met my husband when I did, but you know, of course, over the years, things have become rough. And to be honest with you, I think the roughness was us experiencing growing pains. For a long time, I thought I was the only one in life to ever experience such a rough marriage until I heard Joyce Meyer speaking about her own experience as a wife one day. So many times the world tries to portray that marriage is perfect and if you're not careful, you will believe that, which can cause all types of problems in the beginning stages of your relationship and they certainly will follow you into marriage. And the reason why it causes problems because again, it's something we are dreaming about, fantasizing about, or we have in our minds how we want certain things to be. Whether you are dating or married, you have to learn for yourself what is real. Are you really okay with your husband working all the time? If you are to get pregnant, are you going to continue to work or make the decision yourself not to work? And I mean, sometimes you really can't answer these questions until you're actually in that situation, but it's okay to think down the line and prepare yourself for what may happen. Some people will say, 
Oh, we will be able to get through that. We have gotten through pretty much everything thrown at us. But you really never know until it happens. And most of the time, it doesn't happen as planned out as you would like it to be. You know, I truly believe how you were raised is how you perceive marriage to be. My mom never married. So I always had this thought in my mind that I would get married. I would do everything the right way, whatever that was. And to be honest with you, I can't tell you at this moment what I thought the right way was. But I just knew that I would be able to get a husband and keep him. I knew that I would not have kids before getting married and that I would have it all together. Comparing my life right now to my goals back then, I would say I got everything I asked for, but definitely in the wrong order. When I describe the perfect husband, I do think about my own husband. I know he is not perfect, but he comes pretty close to being perfect. When we used to argue like back in the day, it used to be really awful. Saying stuff you don't mean and then trying to take it back is really hard. I can only speak for myself and my actions in our arguments. When it came to arguing, I really felt he didn't understand where I was coming from. I would really try to get my point across, but I believe the arguing seemed from keeping everything bottled up. Then I would reach my boiling point and that's where the arguing began. What I should have been doing instead is addressing the issue as I saw them. Then I also had to realize that just because I thought it was an issue did not mean he thought it was an issue. Then I had to learn that he was willing to make my issue his issue and he would try his best to do what I was asking of him. For example, I don't like his helping cleaning up, but then again, it makes me mad when he doesn't clean up. I know, kind of weird, but he doesn't clean up things how I like them. Sometimes at the end of the work week, I have a pile of clothes on our bedroom floor. I don't like to mix every piece of clothing with towels because they get a smell. Sometimes if I don't get to wash them every day. And I never knew if I would get the opportunity to wash clothes during the week. So I kept my work clothes in their own little pile on the floor of our bedroom. Well, sometimes he would get a little sprout of energy to clean, which is fine. But every time that would happen, it seemed like he started on my side of the bed first. He would throw my shoes in a pile and my clothes would end up in the dirty clothes. Of course, I told him to leave my stuff alone, but he kept doing it time after time. So eventually, I had a problem with it. It had boiled up inside of me along with some other things too. So when I reached my boiling point, that was one of the issues that came up along with 50 other issues. Looking back, that was just a terrible way to deal with stuff. You know, now that I am older, well, at least I would like to say that has something to do with it. I don't allow stuff to get me to a boiling point as much. It still happens, but not nearly as often as it once did. The one thing I can say is after every argument, my husband would do a little bit better. I believe he heard my concerns to a certain level in the midst of everything I was fussing at him about, and he really tried to be a fixer. I also believe this was partially his way of saying, I'm sorry. He was making an effort to understand my issues and working hard at trying not to make the same mistakes again. Of course, you know, for a long time, I never saw it that way. I wanted him to get it right every single time. What I have learned over the years is I have a great man. 
Yes, he is flawed, and I don't put him on a pedestal of being the perfect husband, but he has all of the qualities of the perfect husband. You have to realize that marriage is not perfect. Accept your spouse for who they are to you. Accept the things you can change in your marriage and the things you cannot. I know it's hard to get over the hump that your husband will never change. Maybe that is a reality or maybe it's just a thought. For myself, I have to remain hopeful that my husband will grow in the changes I want for him. I know that I cannot force the changes on him, but I can remain hopeful and pray about them. For a long time, I thought the arguing would never end. Every day, it seemed like we were arguing. But what did change is when I made up in my mind and said to myself that I don't want to argue like this anymore. And I will tell you, a lot of the times when I was raising my voice and yelling at my husband, it was me who was upset the most. My husband would sit on the couch, flip the television stations, and listen. Now don't get me wrong, this annoyed me to the fullest. But comparing now to then, we have grown up conversations where we are not arguing like that anymore. We can sit down together on the couch, not me standing over him and yelling. Yes, our voices may get elevated, but it's still a conversation. You have to also know that if the conversation is getting too heated, that you need to leave it alone for now because you don't want to cross any boundaries. You know, say stuff that is hard for you to take back. You can always tell if your spouse heard you in an argument because things start to change. I don't think necessarily they are giving in to your demands or what you want, but instead they are compromising and showing you that you were heard. But you know, it shouldn't even come down to an argument, but sometimes when you have two passionate people who are passionate about the other person, it does happen. So some declarations I want you to consider and remember about your husband's perfection is, one, it's amazing to find someone who wants to hear all about the things that go on in your head. Two, a great relationship doesn't happen because of the love you had at the beginning, but how well you continue to build on love until the end. And I know that's a tough one right there because I hear people say all the time, I just wish it was like it was in the beginning. Three, I truly believe when God made you, he was really thinking about me. Four, marriage is about becoming a team. You're going to spend the rest of your lives together learning about each other and every now and then things may blow up, but the beauty of marriage is that if you pick the right person and you both love each other, you'll always figure out a way to get through it. Five, when you face a struggle in your marriage, remind yourself that the struggle will become a story someday. It will either be a story about why you divorced or a story about how you work together to build a strong marriage. You get to decide which story becomes true. I like that one. Six, sometimes I look at you and I wonder how I got to be so damn lucky. Hey now, seven, sometimes you can't explain what you see in a person it's just the way they take you to a place where no one else can. Eight, when a man truly loves a woman, she becomes his weakness. When a woman truly loves a man, he becomes her strength. This is called the exchange of power. Nine, all that you are is all that I'll ever need. Ten, love is when you sit beside someone doing nothing, yet you feel perfectly happy. 
And I want you guys to have those declarations in your marriage and declare those things to yourself because sometimes issues are not what they seem. You know, sometimes you're going through those things because of what is to come. Sometimes you're arguing because it's gonna help you see a little bit better, see the situation a little bit more clear than what you can see for yourself. Sometimes I was always told that a lot of the things that I go through is not a testimony to help myself, but a testimony to help somebody else. And on that note, I will say that my favorite quote from this particular podcast is true love can grow you as a couple make you learn about the other person and cause you to never give up on one another and i will say i got a um i got a comment on friday on my instagram page from one of my subscribers and i think this was the quote that i end up posting because i wanted to end you know the week on something kind of inspirational since we were going into the weekend. And so, you know, she was telling me that if my husband would have left me way back then, she said, I tried to make him leave, but he would never leave. But if he would have left way back then, I don't know where my life would have ended up as. And I just told her that is a testimony within itself. That's probably part of my testimony as well, because in marriage, we put up with so much and you can't think that the next person is not putting up with as much as you're putting up with your spouse. And then some people, you know, it just seems like they do have the perfect marriage. They are the perfect couple because it seems like they never go through things. But I try not to tell myself that. It's just that whatever goes on behind closed doors stays behind closed doors. But a lot of people, you know, are not like that. Whatever goes on behind closed doors, it's like whatever happens in the darkness comes out to the light. So everybody's story is different in marriage. You just have to continue to create your story. And I don't know what that story is. I don't even know what my own story is, but I do know that I love my husband. I pray for him. And I, when I think of the perfect husband, I have to think of my husband. When I think of the perfect guy, I have to think of my guy. Cause that's all I wanna think about. I don't wanna think about nobody else but I want to think about my husband. Like that quote said, when God created you, he had to be thinking about me. So I love you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast today. I hope that I said or did something that made you want to come back again next week. Be sure to check out this article on everydayhusbandquotes.com entitled The Perfect Husband. And then also be sure, you know, to follow us on Instagram, you guys, because I post these types of things throughout the week. And it just helps me to have a more personal one-on-one -on -one relationship, a more one-on-one -on -one conversation with you guys. Also, be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast and be sure to share it with other couples. All right, guys, I look forward to talking with you in the next podcast.